everyone, and welcome to 99 Yards Podcast. I'm your host, Duncan Terry, and this week I'm joined again by Adam Barton and Brian Dickey. How's things? Been up to anything exciting? Yeah, it's, it's been all right. I, I genuinely can't remember the last time I left the house, which is, is a, a bit scary, but I guess it's what uh, what the target is at the moment. So uh, that, that's where things are, I guess. Uh, yeah, I've managed to sneak out of the house a couple of times into the shops, which was uh, an experience, um, and managed to get out on a run as well while the weather's nice. Uh, but yeah, I think getting getting sort of used to this uh, strange isolation game and uh, just cracking on, doing what we can. We won't want to leave again, will we? <laughs> well, last week we brought you the top 50 to 11 players as voted for into the top 50 players of the 21st century uh, by the fans and the experts in the UK. This week we're going to focus solely on the top 10 players. So let's begin at number 10. And uh, that uh, I'll hand you over to Adam. Yep. In at number 10 is uh, is the first running back on the list, believe it or not. It's Adrian Peterson. He had 14,216 yards, or has done so far in his career, because he is still going. 111 touchdowns. He's been playing for 13 years, seven of which he's made the Pro Bowl, and another seven he's been an All-Pro. Four of those have been first team. Made the, the All-Decade team for, for this past decade. And he's had he's been the rushing leader three times, as well as the, the rushing touchdown leader twice. Plus has the uh, the most yards ever in a game with 296 in his rookie year. Perhaps the uh, the biggest thing I remember about Adrian Peterson, as I said, still still a current player, but uh, the most notable thing is his uh, MVP season in 2012, where he uh, nearly beat the, uh, the the all-time season rushing record after having broke uh, torn his ACL on Christmas Eve 2011, back and was already back playing week one in in 2012. Next up at number nine, the uh, second of, uh, well, both running backs to make it into the top 50. It's LT Ladanian Tomlinson, a long-time San Diego Charger. So Ladanian Tomlinson had five Pro Bowl appearances. three He made three All-Pros and he got himself one MVP. That was back in 2006 where he had over 1,800 yards and 28 touchdowns. He had eight consecutive years of over 1,100 yards. Twice led the lead in rushing, 2006, his MVP season, and again the next year in 2007. His seventh all-time rushing with over 13,000 yards, second all-time for rushing touchdowns, and three-time rushing touchdown leader. At number eight, I bring you Charles Woodson. His uh, his football life documentary really says it all. It's really, really fascinating watch. He was born needing correcting shoes for his feet. Um, he was from Ohio, but he played for his arts rivals in Michigan. Uh, he was one of the few uh, defensive players to win the Heisman. Uh, got direct defensive rookie of the year and defensive MVP while in Green Bay. Uh, he also won the Super Bowl. Played in a Pro Bowl in three different decades, uh, a total of nine times, and was a four-time first-team All-Pro. Um, but uh, he is also has the most career defensive touchdowns at 13, uh, of course, tied with the great Rod Woodson and another player called Darren Sharper. In at number seven is uh, probably my favourite player ever, and he's definitely the first jersey I had. It's the one, the only, Ed Reed. He had 64 interceptions, which ranks seventh all time. Seven of those he returned for touchdowns and 1,590 return yards on fumbles and interceptions. He went to nine Pro Bowls, had eight Pro All Pros. Five of those were first team. He made the 2000s All-Decade team as well as the recently unveiled All-Time team. As, at college, he was a B, he was a national champion, plus winning a Super Bowl in his last year with the Ravens, and he has the um, the 
honour of tormenting Belichick and Brady, as well as Peyton Manning. Bill Belichick raves about him more than pretty much any other non-Patriots player. And probably my favourite play for him was the uh, when he set the record with the longest ever uh, interception return at 108 yards against the Philadelphia Eagles, which surpassed the the mark that he set himself at 106 yards. Next in at number six, it's Drew Brees, the 13-time Pro Bowler. Got himself one All-Pro and, of course, one Super Bowl. He's led the league in passing yards seven times, and he's the all-time passing yard leader with over 77,000 yards. He also leads all-time for touchdowns with 547, as we stand. He's aiming to still play next year. It was actually a first-round pick for the San Diego Chargers. Left there a couple of years later when they drafted Philip Rivers. Made his way to the Saints, where he's stayed ever since. Since joining the Saints, he's gone 133 to 83, including that Super Bowl win. Brees is a very accurate quarterback. He's got five of the top six most accurate scenes ever, and he owns one, two, three of them. Uh, my favorite memory of Drew Brees, the first ever NFL game I went to, was at Wembley. It's the Chargers against the Saints, uh, and Drew Brees and the Saints won that one. And it was just. Um, just the way you could throw the ball about. Obviously, Philip Rivers was great in that game as well. But, um, yeah, I just remember watching and thinking, this is amazing. I love this sport. Drew Brees is great. Uh, and, yeah, that's number six, Drew Brees. At number five is the man who held most of the records before Drew Brees got them, and that is Brett Favre, uh, the former star of Something About Mary. is a winner of one Super Bowl, 11 Pro Bowl appearances, and a three-time first-team All-Pro and MVP. Uh, interesting, he worked under Mike Holmgren, Steve Mariucci and Andy Reid at Green Bay. They weren't all head coach, of course, but uh, they were all on the staff, which I thought was really interesting. Uh, at the time of his retirement, he was the NFL's all-time leader in passing yards, passing touchdowns and quarterback wins, which some say isn't a stat. And all three records have been broken since. They weren't all good records that he holds. He also has uh, the most time sacked most fumbles and most career interceptions thrown but i really do believe brett Favre is completely deserving of fifth place on this list in at number four is larry fitzgerald our highest ranked wide receiver drafted in 2004 by the arizona cardinals where he's played ever since he's made his way to 11 pro bowls got himself one all pro he's twice led the league in receptions 2005 and in 2016 and twice Led the league in reception touchdowns in 2008 and 2009. He's second all time for both yards and receptions, both of which he's second behind the legend that is Jerry Rice. Sixth all time with touchdowns with 120. Had a great postseason in 2008 where he led the Cardinals to the Super Bowl. That postseason he got himself seven touchdowns, including three in the NFC Championships and two in the Super Bowl, unfortunately, eventually leading to the Steelers. He's also got himself one career passing touchdown. That's Larry Fitzgerald, number four. Now we're into the top three, and it's our top defensive player, who is Ray Lewis. He won two Super Bowls with the Ravens, had 13 Pro Bowls, although he'd argue he went to 14, 10 All-Pros, seven of those were first team, and won Defensive Player of the Year twice. He was in the 2000s All-Decade team, as well as uh, the all-time team again. He had uh, 1,568 tackles in his career, by far the, the most ever, most by anyone, uh, 19 forced fumbles, and was a true leader on the field. If I'm to think of one game that, and one play that uh, summarises Ray Lewis, you have to go back to 2009, a must-win game with the Chargers 4th and 1 on the Ravens 15. The Chargers ran the ball with Darren Sproles, and Lewis uh, dropped him for a four-yard loss. 
that really uh, summed up the man and showed how big a how important he was to the Ravens' defense. This brings us to number two on the list, and uh, if I could give you some suspense, you'll never guess who is number one. But at number two is the quarterback Peyton Manning. Uh, in writing out his stats, I, I was I was quite I was shocked at the numbers on here. Uh, obviously, there's the two Super Bowl wins, but 14 Pro Bowl, uh, uh, not so much appearances because obviously he's in a couple of the Super Bowls, but uh, 14 times he went to the Pro Bowl, seven-time first-team All-Pro, and five-time league MVP. I think that's just incredible. Uh, of course, he was the son of NFL quarterback Archie Manning and his older brother to uh, another Super Bowl winning quarterback, Eli Manning. There are some genes in that family. Uh, after going next surge, after undergoing neck surgery that forced him to miss the entire 2011 season, Manning was released by the Colts and signed by the Broncos. He was their quarterback for three years, uh, clinching the division in all three of his years there, and as well as finishing his career with a win in Super Bowl 50. What a way to go out for the man. That all brings us to position number one, and you'll never believe it. It's Tom Brady, the number one player of the 21st century. He is a six-time Super Bowl champion, 14-time Pro Bowler, three-time first-team All-Pro, all, all and three-time MVP. Uh, what do you think of that selection, lads? He stole it from Justin Tucker, that's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's hardly surprising, is it? I mean, you know, like them all over them, the Patriots are very good, and, and Tom Brady's been at the helm there for, well, nearly 20 years now. Um, I mean, yeah, just, just looking at, a few more of his stats. He's in both the all-decade team for the 2000s and the 2010s. Um, he's had 17 seasons with over 3,500 yards. It's just incredible. Well, we'll see how uh, we'll finally get to see whether it was Belichick or Brady. But it's quite clear that both of them were very talented um, throughout their throughout their run. And there's no just no beating the man. They, he's got so much heart. He's a real fighter and a real craftsman at what he does. I think I think what sticks out for me is that he was a sixth round pick, uh, number 199 in the 2000 draft, which apart from being ages ago, uh, it's just phenomenal. You know, round six, how, did, how does he drop that far? And of course, he's one of, one of the few quarterbacks to win the Super Bowl in his first season starting. And he's just broken the record and won a Super Bowl at the age of 41. So he's really top and tailed that career. I mean, we had to see what happens in Tampa Bay, but, you know, just just the consistency, it's it's phenomenal. Yeah, I think of anybody who's, who's followed football anytime, well, obviously in the last 20 years, you were just, just of how good Tom Brady is. And, and looking looking down at his stats this afternoon, it's, it's incredible. He's been so good and so consistent for, for so long, as we know, and almost... You know, he's probably played on with the players going in and out, three or four different teams at the Patriots, if you think about it. And to be uh, to be that good and to be that competitive, and let's be honest, some of them teams weren't very good, and he just carried them forward. He's exactly the quarterback the Patriots needed as well, just one that is metronomic and doesn't make any mistakes. Whether he's having a good day or a bad day, he's not losing the game for, for the Patriots. So as, as frustrating as it is to, to admit it, he is the best player of the last 20 years. Absolutely, 100%. All very deserving. Number one in of the players, first of all, by yourselves, in the top 50 of the 21st century is Tom Brady. So have you guys have any thoughts about who might be your player number 51, you know, of all the players who didn't make the top 50? 
Uh, well, I'd, I'd have to go with a couple of running backs, really. I think Frank Gore, the inconvenient truth, is uh, right on there. He, with he, He's uh, had 15,000 yards in his career, which is just phenomenal. Um, and he just keeps going. And much like Brady himself, he just keeps going and doesn't <laughs> doesn't ever lose lose that step. Uh, Marshall and Lynch. I know Duncan will be uh, disappointed that he hasn't he hasn't made the list. Uh, slightly shorter career, but was um, was always also very effective. And one player that I think really should have made the list is Michael Thomas. Maybe perhaps he came just a little too late over over the course of the 20 years, but he's just unbeatable as a receiver. Uh, one for me would be maybe again similar to what what Alan just said. Maybe he was a little too early, but he did play to 2010. That'd be Terrell Owens. He's third all-time in both yards and touchdowns. Um, everyone knows he's my favourite Terrell Owens thing. Is he's uh, that's my quarterback when he's talking about Tony Romo. But he's obviously done a lot more than that. Uh, like I say, he started out in '96, played up till 2010. So maybe that was a little too early for uh, some of the voters here. But hell of a player. That'd be my one that missed out. Both, uh, both totally deserving players. Well, all of them totally deserving players. But uh, for me, I would love to since the special teams. Uh, you've got, you've got, uh, you've got Hester, who played so many years for the uh, for, for the Bears uh, and you know, finished off career a few other teams. But he was absolutely phenomenal. Of course, has the return yards record, and, and maybe some kickers. You've got, you've got Adam Vinatieri, who's, you know, he just goes on and on and on. Uh, maybe some of the new fellows, uh, Tucker and. Uh, you know Johnny Hecker from the Rams. So I, I would like to send some love for the special teamers. But what about do you think uh, you know, young players who are playing now that might make the list in in ten years time? Yeah, looking at guys who may make the list, uh, as you say, in next year, in twenty years time, it's, it's very interesting. There's a few players, especially especially let's say the running back and quarterback position, the the, the Kyler Murrays. Jack Prescott's, the Christian McCaffrey, those guys that are, you know, three or four years in now. And if they carry on as they are, they'll definitely be making these lists. It'll be interesting to see if they can. And on the other side of the ball, there's like the Jamal Adams, Fitzpatrick, uh, the Bosa brothers who are really sort of kicking on. And again, if they continue the next couple of years, hopefully dodge a few injuries and keep playing as they are, there's no doubt they'll be on this list in a few years' time. For me, I think Brian's left a really obvious one out there, which is Patrick Mahomes. He'll surely be one of the uh, best quarterbacks over the next decade, injury injury allowing. Uh, but we'll have to have to see on that. On the other side of the ball, I'd have to say Derwin James. He was an absolute revelation for the Chargers as a rookie. Admittedly, he had a, a very limited season last year, but if he continues his form and again more so injury injury allowing, uh, it's hard to see him not being one of the top defensive players over the next decade. Whether that makes him uh, good enough for a, a 20, 20, uh, 2000 to 2030 list is another matter, but I think he will be deserving. Pat Mahomes is an interesting one. I'll give you one guess who tweeted out before the draft that I thought he was only really a college quarterback like your Manzels and Tebow's. Um, but less of that. <laughs> I'm unsurprisingly going to go for a few players who are, well, while fantastic, they're not underrated. You don't hear very much about. One's Kenny Clark from the Green Bay Packers. He is absolutely fantastic on their line and totally deserving of any money he's going to get in the future, which I really hope he does. He's a superb player who you so rarely hear about. Uh, Darius Leonard, of course, he's, he's the next big superstar linebacker. Uh, for the Colts and uh, Colts again, Quentin Nelson. They really, uh, they really hit on that draft. I tell you, uh, with Quentin, which well was pretty easy to do with Quentin Nelson. But uh, I've got to show some love for the offensive line, definitely. 
We've got quite some split of pos- positionally within the top 50. Obviously, there's a lot of quarterbacks. You know, that's a start position. But uh, are there any positions you think that we've we've underrated in the top 50 as well? I'd say looking at the defensive line, it looks a little bit well. We've got seven defensive linemen in there, um, but the defensive tackle itself position looks a, a little bit bare. There's only two tackles in there with Sapp and Aaron Donald. The rest being edge guys. I think it just goes to show it's a very difficult position to be well, quite flashy and there's. A lot of the time you sort of just pressing against the old line rather than getting the sacks that the edge guys are after. I felt that cornerback was quite a, an underrated position. There were surprisingly few on the uh, on the list, but one thing that did really uh, uh, stand out to me was that there were ten linemen on the on the list out of the fifty. And when you consider that we don't linemen are sort of seen as a, as a group rather than as a position. If for one fifth of the all the players, especially in a non-flashy position, to to have been listed as offensive linemen, it shows that pe- that they we really do value them. And I guess that maybe it's that old argument that the the British NFL fan does know what they're talking about. That they they recognise when there when there is talent, even if it's sort of hidden within within a unit like that. It's interesting, isn't it? I'm uh, I'm very passionate about my trenches and how how that is where the game's won. Uh, you know, you get a, a good quarterback and you and you can still win if you're winning up front. But uh, yeah, the, the one side is really underrated for us. But then uh, on the on on the O line, we, we've got people like uh, Pace and Yander and uh, you know Walter Jones. And, yeah, they're all totally deserving. But uh, yeah, we've obviously missed some players out there. You know, the likes of Geno Atkins and Dumakung Sue, perhaps. Well, that's it for this week's show. Thanks to Adam and Brian and everyone who contributed to the top 50. Tune into the next show where we'll hear from a few of our writers who took part in the pre-draft conference calls with Mel Kuyper and Daniel Jeremiah. Thanks for listening. can go a long way. By refinancing your newer used auto loan with PenFed, you can lower your monthly payments for more flexibility in your budget. You can even schedule your first payment for up to 60 days from the date of your refinance. Calculate how much you could save at PenFed.org slash autorefi or call 1-800-247-5626 to apply. Membership is open to everyone. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Once upon a time in a convenience store, a woman asked, which zero-calorie drink will I like more? The cashier said, I have a thought, Coke Zero Sugar always hits the spot. The taste made her heart fill with laughter, and with her Coke Zero Sugar, she lived happily ever after. Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, unbelievably delicious. No trip to the store is complete without the unbelievably delicious zero-calorie taste of Coke Zero Sugar. 